Yeah, but basically it'll be pretty chill. We'll just like talk about stuff and life. How's life? Okay. <laughs> so if it's not perfect, it's okay? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Just... I haven't done one of these before, so this is cool. Yeah, it's like, you know, podcast interview style. People aren't looking. I mean, I mean I'm not looking for, you know, facts and figures and pivotal stories yeah, of we just great renown specific, <laughs> specific stories yeah. of what happened what do you okay. know about quantum physics <laughs> oh okay cool. I was like jack shit that's why <laughs> jack equation shit. for me <laughs> no yeah. well yeah. maybe i'm in a, i'm in a current math class right now in my school so we'll see Ooh. <laughs> well, so yes yeah, sa- save it save it we need, to, we need this oh, yes. podcast no i'm in a quantitative reasoning <laughs> class and that's literally how you say it quantitative reasoning quantitative 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 i hate it i hate it oh that is so confusing Wow. That was what I was dying, by the way, this week with the, my final oh, for that. Oh, yeah. This, uh, yeah. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad that we math. did it post that. In order so to get your to... BFA, you must have one math class and mm. pass it. And I kept taking incompletes because I'm terrible at math. So, mm. But I finally passed this one with an A, so that's good. Hey, yeah. congratulations. Nice. But thank you. Yeah. But that's what I was dying for because I'm like, Nate, have finals coming up. They keep oh, coming I up. You. I hear you. Yeah. No, I <laughs> so. just I want to make sure this was uh, out of like that crazy yes, time. Yes, I'm, so. I'm off today. I'm finally done because the class ended. So hey, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. This is Audible Theater with Nathan Cousin and Chelsea Clark. Emily, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, as you know, we are excited to have you. Um, how was the trip in? It was good. It was good. It took yeah. me a little while to find. We've already talked about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> it took me like an hour to get here from Manhattan, but you know. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Um, so you're an actress. Yeah, let's start there. Let's <laughs> yes, I pretend am. like I know nothing <laughs> about you. <laughs> How long yep. have you been acting? Um, let's see. So I've been singing since I was probably like eight years old. I've been studying classically since I was little, and then I got into opera when I was like ten. Oh, opera! Yes, That's yep, I'm an cool. opera singer. So nice. But yeah, mostly legit soprano. Um, What's just... your earliest memory of? Uh singing and all that well my mom has a beautiful voice and Ooh. so you know i started singing when i was younger and she's like wow you're actually you're pretty good <laughs> you know and i was like i really love it and she's like okay well you know let's maybe get you some lessons so she worked really hard and we got into some lessons and my teacher was a classical teacher and she taught me classical and she's like you're a soprano <laughs> and so she taught me from there and um i've just been singing ever since and i kind of started going from the classical route into classical musical theater route and now i'm kind of a bit of everything okay <laughs> so, was your mom uh, big into performance as well or um kind of she was she, like she she mostly just sang for like l- like leisurely but she has a beautiful voice it was just she more did it for fun um okay. i wanted to do it like more professionally so yeah but i'm sure she could have if she went on to do that do you think the gateway into that was your uh your teacher or was it something else you saw um yeah definitely she was the beginning start to it she was my teacher i didn't know i wanted to like do it for my lifelong thing mm-hmm. um until i actually uh went to my um, in my high school, I started doing, you know, musical performances sure, and stuff like that, sure. and it was a lot of fun. And then what really sold it for me was when I went into my first college and I auditioned for the choir, like a chorale, <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, 
I was not supposed to be actually a musical theater or vocal performance major. And the um, man who was auditioning me, he told me, he said, like, you have an amazing voice. Why are you not? Ooh. Why are you not a vocal performance major? We'd love okay. to have you in the program. And oh, I, he's awesome. like, we should audition. And so I did. And I got into the program and I just kind of went from there. And so since then, I've stu- I stayed two years of vocal performance in opera at Methodist University. Then I went to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, studied there for two years for musical theater. And now I'm finishing my last few credits at the New School University for musical theater. So I'm almost done with my BFA. Congratulations. So, oh, that's amazing. Going on. Yay, thank Lots you. of study. Lots of study. <laughs> lots so, of study. <laughs> so, much, so much school. I think earlier you mentioned, uh, right before we talked, you were talking about like your your town is is a small town or is it what type of town is it? Yeah, where are you from originally? Kind of, yeah. yeah, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Camp, Camp Hill. Hill. Two, di- two different Camp words. Hill. Very small Camp town. Small town can we get it? Let's say uh, people are camping. I wouldn't hill. say it's like super small, but it's a nice like suburban area right okay. s- right outside of Harrisburg. Um, it's about like thirty minutes from Hershey. Mm-hmm. I know the you know the Hershey chocolate bar, horses mm-hmm. pieces, you know, Horses yeah. yeah. chocolate. <laughs> Grew up at mm-hmm. Hershey Park, but anyway, mm-hmm. but um, it's a nice little area, like um, little you know smaller area, a few probably a few thousand people. It's, it's a nice area, but um, okay. grew up. It's like it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I moved to New York because I wanted you know. Bigger and better things, I guess you'd say. Was there much of a, a theater or arts presence in the town? Um, a lot of community theater. I did okay. a lot of performance. Um, I per- I performed a lot at this um, lovely little playhouse called Oyster Mill Playhouse. I was right near my house, actually, so it was really convenient. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and then I kind of worked my way up and did some other things as well, like a the little theater called Little Theater Mechanicsburg in a Mechanicsburg area. And then I actually performed at a big theater in um, theater, actually called Theater Harrisburg in Harrisburg. And I mm. performed an amazing role there. And then that's bef- right before I moved to New York. So, yeah. Mm. So you said during high school you started musical theater, but did you do any shows before then in like uh, in regional or yeah, I mean, um, um, not regional, but more, like I said, sorry, a community, community theater mm. when I, I did more like when I was still kind of working my way there, I was doing mm-hmm. more like on like smaller ensemble roles, okay. yeah. things like that, some community theaters, mostly, at, like I said, Oyster Mill Playhouse. And then I, that's when, when I went into high school and then I started doing both community theater and high school theater at the yeah. same time. And yeah. then I kind of just did more and more. Yeah, until. that's the same thing. I, yeah. Yeah. I think that's so, yeah. a lot of how, how we, right. we passionate <laughs> yeah. Yeah, theater you, people get into it. It's like, just, oh, just snowballs. there's also You, you find your community. love of theater, you know, as you, as you start working with others more and like um, just being around an amazing community of people. So, mm. yeah. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Exactly. Absolutely. Community. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, you studied uh, originally in, in which college again? Uh, it's called Methodist University. Methodist it's down, University. It's down um, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, random enough. <laughs> um, okay. But they had an amazing vocal performance, music mm. performance type program there. Um, but it just wasn't really the school for me. So mm. I decided to, um, instead of being the vocal performance route, I wanted to be in musical theater route because I noticed okay. I was being trained more for like just... I mean, it's an amazing school. I just wanted to do a more musical theater route. So for sure. I decided, you know, I was like, hey, I'll audition for this this American Musical and Dramatic Academy <laughs> and, um, for musical theater. And I saw it was an amazing school in New York. And um, I got in. I'm like, well, I'm moving to New York. So <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> and how long have you been in New York now? I've lived here for almost four years. So it's it's great. I, lo- I love mm. the city. Mm. I cannot be more happy. I love being <laughs> here. So, yeah. Mm. What do you find so alluring about it? Uh, I just... I mean, I was telling you about this before, but I just, I absolutely just love all the, the array of different people, like, you know, the mm. culture diversity, mm. but diversity, also just yeah. being around so many passionate, you know, people who, who work for their dream, not just arts workers, but everyone here, mm. but um, there's so, such a huge community, you know, a community of 
theater people <laughs> and i oh, just yeah. i absolutely yeah. love it and meeting people from all mm. around the world is just mm. it's it's amazing i just love it oh i agree with See? that i totally i totally get your vibe there yeah. yeah and it's like the city of dreams it really mm. is like you can you know you really can come here and just you know i'm, I'm trying to make it to broadway you just work you know you just work mm. your way up mm. and try to make it to broadway because you're right here where it's all at is that your end goal would you want to like broadway yeah. till the end of your life kind of thing <laughs> yep Ooh. i sound like one of those people of course but <laughs> no I, I definitely was that was that always your goal have you ever ever uh, thought of anything else maybe teaching or maybe mm. i don't know custodian work really <laughs> custodian. <laughs> custodian work i want to sweep these i mean it's a hey that's it's a, a profession that's a great profession yeah. some Honest people like puts food on the table yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's probably pretty much always been my end goal. I kind of just started out more as like I was interested in singing and I kind of wanted mm -hmm. to do something of that regard, but mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what. Mm -hmm. But basically now my end goal, obviously I want to be on Broadway, um, you know, I've worked a few off-Broadway shows, actually one one of them with Nate here, <laughs> but working my way up and I would love to be on Broadway. Um, just mostly in, I'm interested more in like classical Broadway, like for sure. Yeah. I don't know, like The Music Man or mm. Phantom, okay, now, which is Phantom. not exactly. I do have two questions for you. What's yeah. your favorite role that you've done and what's your dream role that's like, that's what you really uh, want to do? Oh my mm. goodness. You can um, name several, you know. Th I'm thinking. So my favorite role I ever did was a role um, in, in a show called uh, Danny girl which is not very known mm -hmm. um but it's 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 a really amazing musical um about a young girl with cancer and i actually played the girl her name is danny lyons in the show um i actually did that at theater harrisburg right before i moved to new york it's an amazing heartfelt oh, wow. show it was my favorite role nice. ever very nice um yeah you must have really had to get into it, it a, was a yeah i had to play a young girl i was like 20 years old and i was playing like i think she was supposed to be like uh, nine, which, uh, but I mean, well, like, in musical, yeah, in like, yeah, yeah, an yeah. older version of a nine year old, but I had to like get into this kid like mm. state, and it was a lot of work. I actually had, I had to like work on that role forever, but it was like the wow. best time. It was so much fun. So, how long was the rehearsal process? Uh, it was a month, it was only a month. It was really, really fast because okay. it's a, it's a really professional theater right in the middle of Harrisburg. Yeah, it's a big, yeah. nice um, theater. That's how, how a lot of uh, regional theaters work. They'll have like yeah. a month of, yeah. of space rehearsal. Mm -hmm. and you're it, all... It's technically a community theater, but it's a re I would consider it's a regional type yeah, community yeah. theater. Well, it's there's definitely like those in-betweens because I think isn't yeah. that how regional theaters begin? They're just so prominent that eventually they get all those certifications. They're yeah. probably right on the verge of it. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, yeah, I would say it was kind of right in between a community and a regional theater. It was, mm -hmm. It's an amazing theater. I love it. Uh, definitely if I ever make a, you know, make a lot of money on Broadway, I definitely want to don donate back to all these theaters that I got <laughs> me started. So yeah. I often yeah. uh, play with the dreams of turning my hometown into the newest you know, arts hub of the world <laughs> really? or something. That's yeah. awesome. Yes. Yeah, I would love to put money back into the theaters. You know, community theaters that really need the funds mm. and everything, and they could always yeah. use extra funds. So that's my goal. I hope mm. to give back to that to yeah. theater. Oh, so, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But uh, was so the dream, dream role. role yeah. So my dream role, I'm a little young for it right now, but my dream role, I would love to be Carlotta in Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I'm not beautiful. a Christine. I'm not really a point dancer. But, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but Carlotta has a really, like, strong amazing like opera voice but she's like typically in her 30s and mm. 40s so mm. you know i'm hoping when i'm a little bit older um oh absolutely to do that role. but yeah, in the, like role. currently you know i'd say like i would love to be in like um i'd love to be in the, like ensemble wicked i would love to be in like the music man like marion or like you know um or like Carrie in uh, Carousel, like things like mm -hmm. that, those types of roles, like classical, yeah. legit roles. So yeah, yeah that's <laughs> there's a lot of options out there. Yeah. So yeah. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> so. So. 2020 hits, right? And you were working mostly, your, your main job, uh, you know, your day job as actors have, was a usher for which theater you're in? 
Uh, the Lunt Fontan Theater. Lunt Fontan. How was that transition for you? Uh, it was really hard. Um, yeah, we haven't gotten a chance to really talk about this. <laughs> yeah, guys, huh? I mean, when, since COVID hit, we haven't really gotten a chance, you know, to talk as much. But um, yeah, actually, it was interesting because Nate and I were starring in an off-Broadway show called A Therapy Session with Myself right before everything closed down. Mm -hmm. And um, but in the meanwhile, um, you know, I was working um, while well, I'm a performer. I audition mornings and stuff like that almost every morning. But I, I work um, for my my job um, as a full time usher at the Lunt Fontan Theater. We're front of house for actually the Tina Turner musical, which is amazing. It's the best job ever. I just absolutely love it. Um, it's it's like the perfect job to have, you know, while as an actor trying to make it to Broadway. Mm, but yeah. I started off like probably it's been almost two years at this point, but. Um, I started off, I got trained as a substitute usher at the Brooks Adkins Theater, Brooks Adkinson Theater <laughs> for Waitress the Musical, and I worked there for a year, and that was just the most fun I've ever had. I met the most amazing people around, and my coworkers just amazing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I was looking for a full-time position once I graduated. Um, I started actually working there at a when I was in AMDA, so it was more of a part-time gig mm -hmm. while I was in school. And then, um, you know, I, once I graduate, I'm like, okay, I need a full-time job while I'm an auditioning. For sure. So for sure. I started, you know, seeking a full-time position. And um, amazingly enough, when Tina uh, opened at the Len Fontan Theater, uh, I applied for a full-time position and I got it after, you know, after they reviewed me for a while, making sure I did a good job. But it was amazing. And I, I work with the most amazing people. And, um, you know, I have an amazing uh, yeah. boss, house manager, um, coworkers. Um, and I guess my favorite part about the whole thing is meeting people from all around the world. Mm -hmm. Um, like so many different people come from all around the world. It's our first Broadway show or, you know, they've never even, you know, been to New York city and stuff. So they were yeah, so excited yeah. to see all these things. So it's fun talking about all that. But, um, when COVID hit, unfortunately, you know, very quickly out of nowhere, like Broadway was just shut down. Like, sure, sure. cause it was actually interesting prior to that, you know, we were, we were, you know, obviously taking safety precautions, um, because of COVID, you know, everything was being cleaned very frequently we were of course, yeah. you know constantly between shows we were we were having to wear masks and gloves and just keeping everything safe and then um suddenly just randomly it was just nah. like done i remember uh stories about people on set and it's like you know it's friday i think it was the friday everything was hitting and they were like yeah there's a chance that monday might be our last day and then within 30 minutes uh people were being sent straight home saying we're closing production indefinitely starting mm -hmm. right now um, and it, it hit yeah. that fast for the arts industry, which yeah. is insane. It was. Yeah. Everything was just shut down overnight, it felt like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. just heartbreaking. And because the entire industry shut down, you know, it's not even just Broadway, all the theaters, you know, people, performers mm -hmm. can't perform, yeah. concerts, you know, everything. Yeah. But it was heartbreaking. But, um, you know, I, I mean, obviously I understand because it's definitely with everything with COVID, mm -hmm. it's the safest route. But it was just so like unexpected so quick so shattering yeah. mm -hmm. it was so quick because um we didn't expect that i mean you know we thought there was a potential of it but we didn't know it was going to hit that fast and then we thought okay if this does happen you know maybe we'll be back open in a month yeah. or two or a few months and it ended up being way longer and now it's set till at least june of next year which is wow. how, how much do you um this relates i promise uh, how much do you do you think that uh arts is therapy for yourself as it is for most art artists because i know for me personally you know having scripts and and working on characters and developing stories like that is very therapeutic and like calming uh do you, do you resonate with that a lot or oh my gosh yeah absolutely yeah. um performing is absolutely my like it's it's honestly like um as you said, therapeutic, it's my escape. You know, I actually, I grew up in a pretty tough life. And so because of that, um, you know, theater was always my like 
absolute like happiness and go to escape mm. and being in it just performing for people who who love theater as much as I do and passionate about it you know it just there's no other like describable feeling and that's why I think a lot of people who do theater are the same as us you know who use it as who honestly like perform for like you know pa- they're passionate about it and use it as therapy and it's it's amazing I there's no other comparable feeling to like performing in front of all these people who love it for as sure. much as you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I'm sure you guys do it too, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, look at us. We're fighting for our living room as a stage. Right. It's basically hey, what it's come to. Hey, this is a good setup. Yeah, we'll perform wherever we can. <laughs> you got to perform wherever you can because yeah. arts will always live on, honestly. Like even if, you know, even if it's, you know, we're temporarily shut down for a while, it's, you know, it, I do honestly believe everything will come back eventually. Mm. And I, and, um, you know, people can't, be without the arts because it is it's not even just for us to, as performers people who come see it mm. because mm. it's therapeutic you know they love it because it's an escape from reality and yeah so it will be back and that's why in the meantime we have to do anything we can to be as close to that as we can without being close mm. <laughs> if that makes any sense yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so arts yeah. will always live on i like that yeah mm. it will it will no matter what form it'll always be there because mm-hmm. people need the arts yeah, honestly so true. i really do consider that so yeah but yeah <laughs> Now, you mentioned Tough Life. If you're comfortable, is there any like any way you'd like to speak to those adversities? You, you've, Everyone has them in their lives. Uh, I'm just wondering if you'd be comfortable talking about some of that. Yeah, I mean, um, I had a, a very rough like home life. I, I think I've talked to you a little about that before, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah. very rough home life and obviously school life as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I when I came and, and just like not, you know, just having a, a really tough background and so when I was, especially when I was younger, when I was a kid. So when I, you know, when I, when I started getting older and like wanting to just like escape from that, like Mm -hmm. never ending (laughs) difficulty in my life, I, you know, I would just go and perform and, and as close as I could to home so I could, you know, go out and perform. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I just, I absolutely, like I said, I loved it and I fell in love with it. And so I started doing it. And so in school as well, when, you know, bullying happens Mm -hmm. and I mean, as you know, cause you know, I'm sure kids we've are all cruel. been there. Yeah, yeah. kids are cruel. Yeah, and I, you know, lots of bullying and stuff like that. But, you know, I would use that as a, you know, an escape because I would go and I'd be like, I'm, I'm just going to sing. I'm just going to go perform. And I'd be be away from all that as much as I could, you know? So, for sure, for sure, yeah. Yeah. The reason I ask is that, well, you look great in terms of, like, health <laughs> and whatnot and all that. <laughs> so, like, uh, and when you were translating, you know, the absence of theater um to quarantine life and then kind of surfacing out of that i know eventually you found schooling and classes and kind of looking you know redirecting your energy to that uh did you have other hobbies or coping mechanisms for like this new lifestyle that maybe you'd be willing to share ah that's a good question (laughs) so um like i said i i think honestly everyone's just trying to like do whatever they can to like get get through quote unquote the quarantine for sure yeah um but you know, and performing in whatever ways we can. And um, I went from being extremely busy all the time, you know, like auditioning every morning and working matinees and then evening shows every single day to and performing as well, you know, in shows to absolutely nothing, just out of nowhere, nothing. And, you know, obviously someone, you know, having, you know, just the busy life being used to and anxiety and things like that, you know, you're so used to that life. So when you Mm -hmm. go from that to nothing, it's just like, it's it's like it was so striking to me so i was like okay i have to do something so you know i i i was so i'm so close to my bfa i'm very close i only have like 30 
six credits. I mean, not anymore, but I did have 36 credits when I was done and which is only two semesters technically. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so close. So I was like, you know, maybe this is the time I finally have the opportunity to go back to school because I haven't had a chance to finish my BFA, even though I'm so close because I, I work full time and I audition and I'm, and I'm performing. So I was like, oh, well, let me see what I can, you know, do. And so I started applying and the only school currently that it like fully accepts my AMDA credits is the new school university mm-hmm. in New York. And so I applied there. I'm like, let me see what I can get. And I ended up, um, I'm actually almost going on an entire full ride. So awesome. know, I got an amazing That's scholarship. Fantastic. Thank you. I got, a, I got an amazing Dean scholarship and a lot of, um, just a lot of aid and stuff like that. And so I'm going almost for free other than a couple small, like mm. subsidized government loans. But other than that, yeah, thank you. And it's, um, other than that, you know, I'm just I'm finishing my degree at this point. I have no musical theater credits left to take. I'm just actually just doing um, like liberal arts classes left. Yeah. So um, I'm currently studying. I'm really close, just taking 12 credits per semester. And I'm hoping to graduate in like m- maybe May, but probably summer. We'll see, depending on how my credits go. So but I'm really close and um, just kind of working, giving me something to do with COVID. But no. other than that, I'm just um, singing. I'm keeping up with my reels and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. now there's a lot of online auditioning yeah, you know, yeah. for voiceovers, commercials and also um as you are doing audible type theater, you know, um, you know, there's doing a lot of like play readings and performances on zoom. So, you know, I'm keeping up with my reels and singing and still keeping up with that and submitting to a lot of things to see where I can go. So, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, no, pretty much on the grand scheme of things, everything's kind of become that online form, (laughs) which for now, for now, for now. And it's, it's fine. Honestly, it's a great substitute for mm-hmm. what we're dealing with right now. So, I mean, that's, that's good for me. And so I'm going to, how has, how has studying been in, in the online times? Is it mostly or all completely online? Oh, completely yeah. online. Yeah. So at, yeah. from a, from a actress, uh, singer perspective, that's gotta be, at least for those classes that were more heavily reliant on that, that must've been uh, interesting to say the least. Can, <laughs> how how was that for you? Yeah, it's a little it's a little weird going from <laughs> going from Amdo where I you know um or I would be doing all strict performance classes yeah. eighty mm-hmm. hours a week at least mm-hmm. you know eighty to honestly probably eighty to hundred hours a week like you perform and you know just constantly rehearse um to I'm taking twelve credit hours but it honestly it's just as like I wouldn't say it's just as busy but in like it's it's really busy in like a different way because now it's not performing but I'm just strictly like business classes i'm focusing more on a business side of the arts as well because if i don't end up making it to broadway one day which i hope not that doesn't happen but if i don't i'm hoping to become um maybe a house manager of a broadway theater or um get into casting potentially so i'm trying to look into the business side of things more which is why i'm taking a lot of business classes like I'm you'll taking... make it the block it's good to have a, no it's a good to have a, a backup it's, good. it's always yeah. good to have a backup because even you know honestly i consider even if you're the most talented person in the world it's you know it doesn't mean you're gonna make it because it's just honestly how you run the yeah. business but yeah just working working way up but i'm trying to get into the business thing so i'm taking all like business classes right now so mm. just trying to understand that more except i am taking a shakespeare class in. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's it's a lot of fun it's just very busy um but i do definitely miss performing yeah, that was one of our first singing. scenes together shakespeare yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. so it was what a couple years ago yeah you've known her for a few years yeah Three years? Two years? I don't know. Within I think it was within two <laughs> issues. Time is meaningless <laughs> in this void of, of pandemics. <laughs> yes, time is Yep. Yeah, yeah, lots of lots of Shakespeare and just reading lots of plays in my class and stuff like that. But other than that, I'm taking business classes like mm. yeah. 
So it's a lot of fun. Well, Shakespeare does part the veil of time. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that you have all it. these things that are <laughs> coming to you. It sounds really exciting. It really it does. Is. Yeah. It's a little weird doing all these Zoom classes because I'm 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 an in-person type of person. Oh, yeah. I like oh, for sure. I like yeah. working in person, but it's not also the worst thing ever either. You know, it's it's a little more convenient because you don't have to like get up and go to school every five seconds. You have <laughs> to like for every class, you can just simply pull out your computer and here's the class. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. but everything is just easily online. You just submit your assignments and you get your credit and yeah you know you were uh for for some of the months in the pandemic you went home right yeah i was home for a few months um i think i went back in like late mar no early april i think um after yeah. i realized that broadway wasn't coming back anytime oh, yeah. soon because yeah. they i think they went from it being like a month pushback i think it was supposed to open back up in they closed in March. It was supposed to open back a month later in April, and then it got moved to mm. September, I think, mm -hmm. from there. And so I was yep. like, okay, I'll go home for a few months because I was crammed in my studio apartment. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go home and be with family for a few months and have some room for my doggos to run around. Hey, doggos. <laughs> my little doggos. Yeah. Little I miss two. them. I remember them. Yeah, yeah you know Luna and Coco. I know. I know Luna Coco. <laughs> two little doggos. And so they, they were trapped. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, we got to go. And so we, we decided to move back. Um, So we have some like land to run around on so they that was fun and then we you know we missed new york so we decided to come on back so yeah <laughs> hey, nice nice mm -hmm. nice we might but we're probably gonna go back for thanksgiving christmas for oh, family because there's yeah. we don't have a lot going on right now everything yeah. so we'll probably just go back for thanksgiving christmas and then come back after that yeah yeah so, that's yeah. interesting yeah holidays are coming around the corner mm -hmm. yeah it's really close yeah. <laughs> it's Doing almost halloween halloween Ooh. Yeah. favorite that's oh, my favorite oh yeah favorite. holiday quote unquote it's yeah. my favorite <laughs> we've already watched scooby-doo we're gonna watch a ton of Halloween movies. Yeah, this we're going to watch Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. Charlie Brown Halloween. I didn't know there was a Halloween special. Yes. The Great what? Pumpkin. The, the Great, great Pumpkin. pumpkin what? Brown. Okay, I, I had no like proper There's raising so many. in American culture. Yeah. It's, a, it's a me thing. I'll, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. She knows. She knows. The Great mm. Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> hey. Just checking the time. We're doing great on time. Yeah, we have yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. So much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Whew. What have you guys been up to? <laughs> wow. Oh. 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 Well, Since the pandemic. Well, we've been doing lots of uh, uh, lots of things. Right? Lots of things, little <laughs> things. A lot of nothing, a lot of lot. Mm. Uh, I think at the first portion of that pandemic, um, we kind of just had our fill the void times, whether mm -hmm. it be, you know, I'm bored of watching Netflix now, so let's do something else. Yeah. Um, Only so long you can do that. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of you know parks and and walks and yeah, yeah get out and stuff like yeah. that. Walk. That was kind of like the first part of it. I don't know if you could speak more to that first half. I mean, it was very it was very difficult. Yeah, it was it was difficult, but that social isolation yeah. is is hard it hitting is. for the yeah. artist community. Exhausting somehow uh, too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, um, that's why it's nice, you know, if you have. Um, you know, people around you that you live with. I mean, not necessarily mm -hmm. a whole bunch of random strangers, but, <laughs> but um, you know, people that mm -hmm. you live with that you're that you um, are comfortable with because you at least you have someone to talk to and hang yeah. out oh, with. Yeah. It was just me Get and him by. for a while. Yeah, too. and so that's nice. You'll have something to do because then you can go out and take walks and get out and get some fresh air as much as you can. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, now I'm getting a little bit into building up my own cosplay because I'm cool. uh, <laughs> watching stuff and. Yeah. That's My fun. roommates are very into cosplaying and they're getting me into it. And Chelsea has been cosplaying for a while now. So 
we're gonna do a bit of that so something something fun to do keep you entertained what's comic con comes i never been to comic con and i'm excited for that next year we were gonna go this year we're gonna go this year and then Mm. obviously it didn't happen happen. (laughs) it's okay Uh, it's happening virtually there's always so many like (laughs) i live actually i think right near the area where comic con happens because there's um oh yeah it's right near me yeah i was gonna say it's only a few blocks away there's like a million people who i every time comic con happens there's like a million people who are dressed all in these different characters cosplay and they're always walking around my house and i never remember that it's cosplay so i'm like what is going on (laughs) i'm like is there something going on here and then then i'm like oh that's right it's that weird thing that all the nerds no it's not weird (laughs) but it's right near my apartment actually so every time i like see it random i'm like is going on and then i realize i'm like oh yeah it's comic-con it's, it's existentialism pretty, it's, cool. it's like you're suddenly in every superhero movie you've ever watched <laughs> yes like, there's so many different costumes so i see so many cool things because it's right near oh, right yeah. nearby so people are like walk it's right only by more popular, popular, yeah, popular that's cool. so i'm letting my dogs out and just you know random yeah. <laughs> huge costumes walk by myself oh, i love the costumes there's so many yeah. creative people that's yes it, it yeah. is there's so much creativity behind it too yeah. arts come in so many different oh, shapes yeah. and forms you oh, know yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah. So uh, cosplaying, and um, I guess I uh, we're I I'm I was finishing up some writing and a uh, script I was working on and thinking about taking that back out and looking at it again. But do it. That's right. Yeah. He got a really do good it. like draft. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. He got a really. So good I'm excited draft for that. Working. And a lot of being consumed by this yes. podcast, at least for me. And I, I know Chelsea had a outdoor show that mm. she was in. Yeah. Um, which that's awesome. They yeah. made it work. I mean, they were fighting helicopters and dogs, but <laughs> and, and birds, and noise birds. in a garbage truck. Of- yeah. <laughs> cars everything cars, like mm-hmm. all the distractions for sure made it work yeah. you know you gotta do theater whatever way you can yeah. Yeah. that's at least safe something. right now it was nice i saw yeah. a few of uh of the shows and yeah, he came to most yeah. of them yeah. <laughs> try my best that's but, awesome yeah so that's kind of like what we've been doing to cope i mean mm. i wouldn't say like in terms of you know substituting theater i'm at that same level of like uh, not entertained but like encapsulated or or just like fulfilled uh, it's not it's not the same mm-hmm. obviously yeah. but i think i'm slowly learning that um well a big one of my favorite series has this recurring theme that the world that you live in is the world that you are living and you can't just if if all of your circumstances went to shit and suddenly everything you valued is different and it's not the same that doesn't mean you can't still be happy you still have to work for those moments you still have to find value in mm-hmm. in the craziness and awfulness that may be there or maybe it's not so crazy and awful in the end after you figure out how to yeah. how to make it worth it it's a good way to put yeah. it yeah no i i firmly believe we should all fight for our individual happiness like that so absolutely it yeah. definitely is definitely so, the best way of looking at things right yeah. now with everything going on yeah so, yeah i think there's definitely some days where you know we're kind of really into it and we almost forget that the the, the almost merciful merciless nature of our circumstance we almost forget about all that and we're just consumed in it i'm sure you probably had some moments with your studies where you're just like oh wow this is really interesting or or stuff like that um i don't want to speak for your experience (laughs) no you're right i'm on a lot of interesting classes that i really enjoy um and like i said it's not as you know my normal musical theater route that it's like i said when i was damned i only had 
performance classes. Like it was just an, it was an intensive conservatory of just acting, singing, dance. And that was it. And so now it's like the opposite of that. I'm just doing liberal arts classes. So I'm taking some amazing classes. I'm learning a lot of new things. And um, I'm in a, a global economies class, which is really cool. And a quantitative reason, <laughs> <laughs> which are, uh, um, which is awesome because I'm required to take a math type class. But this one's actually really helpful because it's like teaching me how to do Excel and like um, mm-hmm. just like modern day math that's not just only algebra. Like it's mm. except like I don't know Excel, PowerPoints, things like that that you have to do consistently on a daily basis. But like math within Excel, which is really interesting. And uh, what else am I taking? A Shakespeare class and a. Um, introduction to media class things like that so what are you reading in shakespeare right now uh what did we just finish um we just finished 12th night um, oh, we're singing we're reading yes. as you like it next mm. night. um we start off i think we we started reading uh what did we start with henry four part one mm. then we did mm-hmm. uh uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, which I read before, mm-hmm. then Twelfth Night, and now I think As You Like It's next. A whole bunch of sonnets, and okay. then um, what's last? Othello. Yes, yeah, so a whole bunch of ones upcoming, and then any, we do any like, favorites yet? I really enjoy Twelfth Night. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was my favorite. I've, um, yeah, I've both been in it and assistant directed it now, and it's just so really it's so fun. I hadn't read yeah. it before, which is interesting because I've read a lot of them, re- yeah. a lot of Shakespeare plays, but I haven't read Twelfth Night. But it was really funny. I yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Are I also so- liked Henry Four too. That was, Henry okay. Four Part One was funny too with um Falstaff. So you've oh, definitely yeah, you've definitely great. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. You've definitely gotten past the point. I'm assuming where it's not like fighting the language. You're you're really because I I know when I was in high school that was a big thing for me. I I couldn't enjoy as much because I was working so hard to figure out what the heck I was saying. So do yeah. you still feel like there's a lot of vocab that's thrown at you or can you like enjoy it at a surface um, level yet? I can enjoy it at a surface level for the most part. Sometimes okay. obviously it's a little confusing with certain things. I'll have to look up like yeah. you know, oh, yeah. spark notes or something yeah. like, what's this mean? <laughs> but um, <laughs> some of the, more like some of the original written ones, like the, the some of his first written works, mm-hmm. like Henry IV part one, that was a little more confusing than like some of the more current ones. Like yeah. I could understand, I could understand Midsummer Night's Dream and Twelfth Night better than I could Henry IV. So I had to read yeah, more of a yeah. synopsis on yeah. some of these but um but most of them f- where i am now after studying both shakespeare and amda and here now it's starting to get to the point where when i'm reading it it's a lot easier to understand just basically. Sure, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's, it is confusing text sometimes because you're like what is he saying here <laughs> it's old old english so what the hell are you saying will yeah. <laughs> will will billy what are you saying here no William. no i i i remember um because the reason i mentioned it there's this very distinct moment in my studies in college where uh uh, we had to do a Shakespearean monologue for one of our class, and yes. I was just, I was both lazy and not, and it was hard to get me really connected with the work, so I was like, well, what's the what's the most pretentious thing in all of Shakespeare I could look at? I was like, oh, Hamlet, okay. What 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 monologue from Hamlet could I do? Oh, there's this cool to be or not to be one. <laughs> and the thing is, I had no idea what that was about. I thought it was just about, oh, that sounds really cool to be or not to be. And not until I realized that um, the phrase a bare budkin is like a knife, mm-hmm. like, you know, a, a dagger. Mm-hmm. Was it about, you know, contemplating suicide? Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah. An like central crisis that it's, he's having. It's this like crazy <laughs> monologue about, you know, do I live or do I die? Mm-hmm. What What's the right choice? Which is easier? What is after that? Um, and I was like, oh, wow. So like, I think that was the first moment where I, I started valuing Shakespearean work more for what's underneath and not like what yeah. the mm-hmm. grandeur like bigger than life thing <laughs> yes. is. 
I, actually, uh, we're reading that upcoming as well, but I haven't read that before. But oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I've read some of the more standard, you know, the like Romeo and Juliet and yep. Midsummer yeah. Night's Dream. You know, I, the ones that everyone for knows, sure. Yeah. I mean, even knows. Then, that type of work, I was it went over my head. Romeo it, and Juliet, it, yeah. like where for out thou, Romeo? What are you talking about, girl? <laughs> what are you talking about, girl? <laughs> <laughs> just say where is he? Where, yes, <laughs> you know. But well, after that's a while. what I'm doing in my Shakespeare class. Actually, I'm looking. You know, we're studying Shakespeare in a different way that we that I actually ever have looked at it before. Like at AMDA, I looked at it more in a performance sense. Like I, I actually performed um, several times. Um, like um, I would do uh, Mar Queen Margaret's monologue from um, Henry VI. That was like one of my favorites to do consistently. Did a lot of yeah. Queen Margaret um, uh, monologues, but. You know, currently in the class, we're looking at a different way and outside of performance. We're looking like deep into the text, as you were just talking about. You know, we're analyzing oh, the yeah. scripts. That's we actually each week, each time we um, read a, you know, read a new play, we have to write in a, a specific like detailed analysis of each play um, and going like deep into like a specific character. Like when about um, Henry, Henry four part when I had to write um, analysis on Falstaff, that big character in there. So, you know, like we had to write specific things about it and just deep, digging deeper, which is cool. If you ever get the chance, there's this, uh, the first time I saw Shakespeare done in a way where I was like, oh, this is so accessible to me because it's so accessible to the actors um, was this clip of, David Tennant and Catherine Tate doing Benedict and Beatrice uh, from, huh. what is that from? Much to do about nothing. Much to do about nothing. Huh. Titles. Uh, and <laughs> like when, when you watch it, you just kind of see all of the underneath and it just like, you, you get that like, you know, honest dialogue between people that's actually happening. It's not like just weird, complicated language that just goes over our heads. Right. And I think that's the goal when, when actors they do They are people. We have yeah. to remember, even no. if they're yes. using heightened language, they are people. Yes. I, I love watching different, like, um, versions of, of Shakespeare being performed, especially, like, from the Globe Theater and stuff like that, because there's so many different, like portrayals of like Shakespeare's work as an actor and sometimes they're like hilarious and sometimes they're more serious and like you know there's different versions I love seeing different you know actress versions of it like um we were just watching a version in class uh from um Globe Theater of Twelfth Night and there was like some of these just hilarious actors playing some of these roles that were but then you know you see it in a more serious sense it's like you know you read it differently than you see it a lot of times like you'll read it in your head is more serious and that's more comedic on stage or the other way around so it's I love that's the beauty of acting because you can like yeah. discover so many different things about scripts. So. There's I think there's a lot of different levels of it because uh, you've got the critical level where you're reading it. And I think that's just very textual. Um, and maybe that's one of the things that's both a blessing and a curse about this pandemic, because if we do purely audio, then we have to focus on the sound, not the visual of like what's going on stage. Or if you're doing video, then I mean video is different it's a different type of framing mm -hmm. but like it, it, the point being you know it's forcing us to focus on different aspects of theater not just the going on stage and just like performing um and even even in like that would translate to film tv it translates to any forms of art that really has a script or even i guess not, even, not improv i don't know if improv would really benefit from this this pandemic maybe we're all going crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> could but like in general like that's that's yeah. kind of like what's going on it gives you on. more time to think yeah. about some different creative ideas that maybe you might not normally have the time mm -hmm. for so that's cool i know if i ever walk into a recording studio i'm going to feel like a thousand percent more comfortable because of the amount of like groundwork i've been doing yes. trying to figure mm -hmm. out just these small little things yeah. or, or whatever yeah. i mean as devastating as as this is to the arts and stuff like that you know to an extent i mean i try to find good in it as well because as you said you know doing groundwork and things that maybe you don't normally 
normally have as much time to focus in on because you're so busy auditioning, acting. You don't always have a second to actually sit down and go, okay, where can I improve? Where can I work from the ground up? And so that's what I think, you know, everyone finally got, a, I guess, a chance to take a step back for a minute and, you know, maybe reconnect with their families a little more, but also, you know, taking time to just really look into their work, you know, and, and um, figuring out ways that they can better, you know, their their craft and so that's what i've been doing is just but i mean obviously this has went on longer than i anticipated at the beginning and most people did but um but at first i was like oh this is you know this is actually a nice little break i can work on my (laughs) you know work on everything that i need to work on and get a chance to actually do something operative words and now it's like a little yeah and then after that i was like okay we're getting longer a little longer and now it's now now it's a little too long i mean i get Uh, it but it's just it's it stinks too at the same time well i mean uh, i think it goes back to the just uh i we've all kind of adapted to it and that's like what human beings do we make I was reading, I'm only reading the beginning of this book called uh, Man's Search for Meaning, which Chelsea uh, bought for me. But um, it's about a Holocaust survivor who was a psychologist. And he 100% believes that man can truly live in any situation. Um, And it's always been like a controversial thought. It's like, if I had to, could I? Yes, you could. Yes, you could. Is the <laughs> is the big thing about human beings? Yeah. If we had to act like primal animals to survive, we will because we have, and yes. it's just what we do. And I mean, at least for this creative kind of output, that's that's what we're doing now, isn't it? That's yeah. half the work. I mean, we're about to record some acting <laughs> too, so that's yes. Be and this is like, and yeah, and that's a you know that sounds really interesting. I have to look into that book. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but, it's been it's a good blessing. Anytime I'm like just thinking about existentialism or things larger than than I really should concern myself at such a young age. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> let me just read what this guy had to say because he he's got something figured out. <laughs> you got to figure out more than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. several books. That That's it sounds really interesting. Yeah. I have to check that out. Yeah. Well, that sounds, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, that's why, you know, you focus in on things like this, audible theater, you know, th- yeah. ways that we can't perform, you know, you can, you can talk to people like who are actors and performers and work for Broadway, like, and then, and, you know, you get to talk about that and then other people can listen who can't necessarily go see theater right now. So there's a way of theater, even though you're not in the theater, which is. We'll find a way. Yeah, find mm. a way. We'll find a way. <laughs> we are the exactly. Jurassic Find a way. <laughs> but hey, Tony Award nominations have come out. I don't know what's exactly going Ooh. on with that right now, but mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, the music I work for, Tina Turner Musical, has been nominated as well as. Uh, Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Nice. I, I was like, yes, we're going to win a whole bunch. <laughs> that show's going to win a whole So many there. awards. You definitely. Yeah. When. We do eventually open back up as lo- I hope everything's, you know, still around all the mm-hmm. shows, but um, you'll definitely come see that show because oh, it's amazing. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great it show. Really good. It, yeah. Honestly, it was such a great show. I, I already saw it hundreds of times by the time, <laughs> by the time everything shut down and I was like, I never even got slightly tired of it. Same with Waitress. I worked at it for a year and I saw that show probably at least 300 times. Yeah. I have every single different cast and, you know, I never really got tired you know, of it. I, I wonder about that because like, performance. there are definitely some shows that I've seen that like not in Broadway level, but just shows in general where like if I saw it more than once, I could easily get tired of it. But with Broadway, it always has mm-hmm. like that. Maybe maybe it's just because the actors mastered just living it for the first time every night yes. that well that it just feels that fresh every or maybe it's just technique or maybe it varies to I don't know. Honestly, it, it really is interesting that I honestly I never get tired of seeing it. Like as many times as I'll see a show hundreds of times working as an mm-hmm. usher. Um, we'll see quote quote unquote see it because yeah, I'm watching yeah. the audience. But I mean you know I'll be around the show hundreds of times and I'll you know and I've it, it just never gets old because. 
there's always something new actors bring to it and also new casts coming in and out. Like when I was working waitress, you know, there was, uh, you know, every few months there was a, there was a different Jenner, a different Dr. Pomander, and there was always different casts that I saw. And so it never got old. And as well as even if it was the same cast, they always did something different. It was always just something, if something was moved slightly right, you know, <laughs> or the way they said something different, it was always um, different. And same with when I saw Tina, you know, Tina wasn't um, around obviously as long. I think we o- it opened in November and we closed obviously temporarily for COVID in March, but you know, it was, it's always different, um, different things brought to the stage and different versions and stuff. And it's just amazing. And I've seen three different Tinas cause, uh, Adrian Warren's the lead, uh, Tina, but then there's two, um, you know, alternate Tinas or, um, or understudy as well. And, you know, they're amazing. They, everyone brings oh, a yeah. different take to things. I remember, um, right before COVID hit, uh, Jordan and I, my roommate and fellow actor, uh, we, <laughs> I Jordan's say that cool. to you like you guys don't know who he is. Uh, <laughs> Who's Jordan? Uh, J- Jordan. Cool. <laughs> uh, we went and saw Phantom and the Phantom was the alternate for that day because I think usually it's like, uh, I think how that show was going at that point was one actor would substitute during one or two days of the week. So the the lead would have like breath days to recover for their life. Um, and he was phenomenal. Like it's, it's crazy because uh, to be an alternate uh, at Broadway, even at that level, you just got to be phenomenal. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I did have a question because you were talking about um, kind of like what makes it so special. And so do you think a lot of that kind of Broadway magic is attributed to just those subtleties and those changes? Oh, my and, gosh. Yes. Okay. There's so Because there's so many different creative ways people yeah. bring into it. You know, um, even the same performers over and over again will, like I said, will do something different, just just slightly that I'll oh, notice because yeah. I've seen mm-hmm. it so many times, mm-hmm. hundreds of times. So I'll I'll notice even when something just a simple phrase is changed a little bit that they say it in okay. a different way. It's so cool. I'll notice it, and or like like I said, if if you know a prop has moved a little bit to the left, like I'll notice when something is different, and that I do believe that magic is definitely brought out in the way actors are portraying different things and how they do things and sing. <laughs> yeah talk and it's it's super cool do you think uh seeing it so many times with different casts do you think that makes it difficult to decide like which cast or version of the show is your best or do you think they're all so unique that it's not possible to compare them um a bit of, i'd say a bit of both because okay. you probably have your favorite performers well, i mean everyone's got yeah. you know typically most people at some point have like quote unquote their favorite perform you know performer performance but like honestly like i will say you know out of so many different versions of shows I've seen in both Tina and Waitress mostly, Wicked as well, I worked there as well. You know, there, there's, you know, I, it's hard to say like if there's always necessarily a favorite person I've seen perform or a favorite version of it because it's just, as you said, they're always so unique and so different and somebody always brings something new to a table, to the table. So even if someone has a different singing voice, they might have, their their acting just stands out so much or the other way around, their singing stands out way more than their acting and or both stand out just as much. And it's, um that's why I absolutely love that job working for Broadway because it's just, honestly, it's just as magical as not be, or I'm sorry, as, as being on the stage is just is magical because you're behind the scenes instead of on the you know on the mm-hmm. stage you're behind the scenes and it's just as magical because you're seeing the magic on stage and you're bringing the magic to the audience because you're the first person that the audience sees when you come in if you work front of house you know you're the people who are greeting them and you're you know especially if it's someone's first Broadway show or the first time in New York you know 
like they're not sure what to expect. You're supposed to bring that magic as an as a usher in front of house because you're like welcoming them to this amazing right. magical show you're going to see. Yeah. And so I love bringing that magic to people. And it's um I'm a very like communicative person too. And so I love talking to people and telling them like about the city and about the show and how they're going to love it. <laughs> so I, I absolutely love it. So it's a bit of both, I'd say, you know, both. Both favorites and unique, but more unique, I guess. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it, a lot of it's personality and just yeah. like what they bring to the show. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I've, I can't ever say that I ever saw like a specific cast or version that I like didn't like. It was just mm. always something like different, unique. And that's oh, why for I love. sure. That's why I never get tired of it. I love my job. So I miss it. I hope it comes back soon. <laughs> so so your, your goal of Broadway is my goal of like... I guess Hollywood. Although I don't know if it's going to be Hollywood with all the new studios coming out. But uh, mm-hmm. my, my goal would be film TV, you know, blah, 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 film star, whatever. Uh, I feel that moments, even working background, uh, and I think a lot of people say background's a waste of time or it's not worth the time and blah, blah, blah. And I disagree. Not true. Because <laughs> I felt that in within a few minutes of watching a professional actor on set, doing their craft i learned more than entire semester of acting classes in in college um Mm -hmm. do you feel like you had a had encountered moments like that in broadway and how many times do you think it's happened oh my gosh uh yeah both well both as a performer and watching like working for broadway while watching and stuff like that um i I mean as a performer i've worked a lot of like background ensemble type roles and honestly like you know they are just as important if not more important than the leads and you know supporting roles and stuff like that because you know Mm. the ensemble makes the show like they really i mean obviously the leads and supporting are just as important too but you know what i mean like the Mm. the ensemble just brings so much magic and the and even though they're in a little more in the background like you know i'll oftentimes like if i see some somebody in the you know in the ensemble specifically like doing something like a dance move or a singing or or something like a facial expression like it will stand out and you will look right at them so that's like both same with me as performing i've done a whole bunch of background roles as well i've done a couple like um background roles on tv shows and stuff like that and technically they're not like credited but they're still fun because you're there in the background oh, and, yeah. and same with paid, ensemble <laughs> yeah <laughs> and same with ensemble um you know in in shows and stuff like that i i feel just as important as like a lead character would and that's oh, how yeah. everyone should feel when they're mm. working background work because yeah. it's just as important and um so <laughs> that not correct if <laughs> those be, like, there's sure, people yeah, who think yeah. that it's not as important or not worth the time because it's definitely worthwhile yeah. i do think you know people should not just always have the goal of looking into like i i have to be the lead in the show no mm. like I, if I go in an audition for a show, if I got ensemble, I'd be just as, you know, just as happy in a different way. Cause you have to look at it like, you can't just always audition for TV or Broadway or whatever on um, theater in any way um, as I got to be the lead. No, you got to look as into like, what, what will I best bring to this? And so that's the way I look at it. And so I'd be happy either way. And so it's definitely worth it, like all the way around. And like I said, someone watching it, quote unquote again watching it <laughs> me um as working as a front of house usher you know i'll see sometimes ensemble members stand out even more than the leads because i'll be like wow like look at look at that ensemble member just giving such an amazing facial expression oh, that it's like made me laugh well what was the the first <laughs> the first show on broadway to challenge that idea of uh, a leading part was chorus line chorus line yeah um uh, yeah probably. and that is the power of the ensemble it's like mm-hmm. it does make the show and I think, I mean, I've definitely seen some shows where just three lead actors and that's it. And there's one I'm thinking specifically in mind and it was, it wasn't a musical, it was a, it was a Broadway straight play. 
and just the lack of presence on stage. It was mind numbing. I don't think I'm going to name it because I don't want to just, you know, yeah. discredit things. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it, there's something about the community that you lose when you drop out in an ensemble and mm-hmm. it's invaluable. It really is. Mm-hmm. I hundred yeah, percent agree. It, I agree. It's, you know, it's what you bring magic to the stage or what you see magic to the stage. It's not always just about the leads or you know, it's, but obviously I, I believe all parts in a show movie, you know, theater, whatever, Broadway, it, all parts are important because mm-hmm. everyone brings something different to the stage. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's fun, <laughs> fun to talk to someone when you've been, <laughs> when you've been, you know, not being able to do much during quarantine. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything cool you want to know though about Broadway? And um, feel free to ask because it's <laughs> a lot of fun. Run into a lot of celebrities and stuff like that, which is really cool. So yeah, I know you had that story of um, who was it? Uh, the girl who played. The older sister in Game of Thrones and one of the Jonas brothers. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That, that's a great story. Let's <laughs> so finish on that. Fun. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah. Um, oh, who was it? Uh, oh, right, because they're married, jo- right? Yeah, Joe yeah, Jonas and Sophie Turner yeah. were at uh, Waitress one time, which was really cool. I uh, got to say hi to them. I mean, I've, but you know, there were definitely a lot of people who were trying to be around them, so <laughs> we had to kind of keep them, you know, help keep them away from the major crowd so they weren't yeah. mobbed. But you know, yeah. I run into a lot of celebrities working mm. for Broadway. It's so much fun. Um, and honestly, a lot of celebrities end up working the Broadway shows themselves. And honestly, most celebrities I run into are the nicest people in the world. Like, mm-hmm. um, like when I was working waitress and Jordan Sparks was playing the lead role of Jenna. You know, mm-hmm. she was just the nicest person I've ever been around. Oh. And she, she was, was the one I saw who uh, performed. She's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. She's fantastic. She's she's and she was she's such a nice person too. She's just as you know, just as kind as as her performing as well. And like you know, she would say hi to all the front of house every mm. day, and and she would greet us, and she let me come up and like meet her and go backstage and say you know hi to her and take pictures with her. She was the nicest people. I mean, obviously you're going to run into some people occasionally that are you know a little more reserved or but right. but honestly, most celebrities I run into are the nicest people um, ever. Sure, you know, yeah. I, I actually tend to see a lot of celebrities too sometimes i don't even like i'm so busy like seating so many people notice. i don't even notice sometimes <laughs> yeah. you look back and, and then it's i'm like, like wait a minute did i just <laughs> 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 yeah i, I see a lot of people in there and i've actually seen them but typically when it's a big big celebrity you know we'll we'll you know we'll, we'll typically like know ahead of time so that we know like what to expect like you know when it comes to seating or how like the audience is going to mm. react and stuff like that yeah. so you know we'll typically know about it but sometimes we don't like sometimes it you know yeah it just they depends. just bought their tickets on today also sometimes hey. we don't know either sometimes they don't huh? like let anyone know that they're so it's like right. sometimes yeah, I'll just be like, yeah. oh hello it's like hey <laughs> did you bring your sunglasses <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like oh my but it's it's awesome and so mo- you know honestly most people i work with like you know when it like you know all the people that come see the shows and the communities that come see theater everyone's so kind and excited to see the show and stuff like that and they're yeah. i get so many questions like oh my god like what's it like working for broadway and <laughs> I, I love it and this is my first time seeing a show in new york city and that's my favorite moments is like someone who's there for the first broadway show or first time in new york because they're like you know can you tell me recommendations of where to eat and where to go <laughs> and so i'm like let me tell you what <laughs> i'll tell you a whole bunch of stuff so yeah, but great. I love it. So yeah, if you <sighs> ever ever get a chance to go to Broadway or you know work for Broadway, it's definitely the most rewarding thing in the world. But oh, yeah. it's pretty pretty competitive. You know, you gotta gotta get yourself in there if that's what you're interested in. Go oh, for, for what sure. you're interested in. So yeah. go for what you want to do in life. Mm. Surround yourself with the things that make you happy. Exactly. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I knew I wanted to work for Broadway, and I waited a year to get a um, to get a uh, interview, and it was so worth it because you know mm. it's just a very sought after job, and not as many positions open, so it took me a long time to get an interview. But when I did, it was the most worth it thing in the world. And now I'm full time, and till it comes back, so it'll come back. So <laughs> it'll it come comes back. back. I suppose uh, my last question for you, yes, is if you yes. could say anything to folks who don't believe in the validity of of the pandemic and aren't wearing masks and are buying into the idea that you know this all will solve itself for at least the the jobs and livelihoods of ushers or creatives who really do depend on you know that type of income because that's their that's their jobs Mm -hmm. um what would you say just to the general public um, I mean, definitely, like, definitely be safe, wear your mask, you know, social distance, which is really important, because I think, you know, the, I, I honestly do think the quicker we, we can help stop the spread, the quicker it can finally come back, and, mm-hmm. like, jobs like mine can, you know, return, and, and, but also all of us who are sitting in this room, I just dropped something, <laughs> everyone who's sitting in this room, you know, we're all performers, and we want it, and, you know, all arts workers and performers of every type, you know, out there who, you know, we all want it to come back, Broadway mm-hmm. more than anything. Broadway and movies and performing of any sense. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. so, you know, if we can, the quicker we can get that back, the more important. So just honestly, just being safe, you know, like I said, right away when the pandemic hit, we were we were automatically going into safety measures at the Broadway mm-hmm. theaters because like I said, you know, we meet so many people from, from everywhere around yep. the world and around mm-hmm. the country and stuff. And so, you know, we were automatically being safe about it and then it was shut down. So just, you know, just being as safe as you can and respecting everyone around you and hopefully we can get back to normal as quick as you can and just yeah it's <laughs> all yeah. all we can do i guess you'd say right now and and you know keep living through the pandemic and <laughs> bring your hope up and you know do what makes you happy during this time so you know do whatever you mm. can that is closest to your craft for sure yeah so yeah don't get complacent stay strong and <laughs> mm. There's a light at the end of this very annoying tunnel. (laughs) There is. There will be a light at the tunnel. It'll happen. We just, but there's a reason that you're quickly, quickly became one of the, say, you know, one of the, um, what is it? The lowest cases or one of the, you know, the lowest rates. I mean, recently we had a a few hotspots, but that was because of uh, just community and culture. And I mean, there's guidelines and shutdowns happening Mm -hmm. within those things, but that we are on top of it as much as we can. Yeah, we went from the, you know, because obviously New York City is such a close knit. I mean, there's millions of people living in a small space. So obviously it hit. COVID hit us hardest at the mm-hmm. at the beginning. We were one right, of the... because everyone was yeah. coming yes, into... because everyone was so coming many, through. Yeah, we have yeah. the most travel like, right. in the world mm-hmm. here. That's where it came from, is from yeah, travel. Yeah, and, it, and it, it came around, you know, quickly. And, and so, you know, obviously it spread quickly, but I also noticed that we were one of the quickest to quickly... Turn it go around. From, yeah, turn yeah. around from yeah. the, you know, the, probably the worst to yeah. one of the best now. Yeah, because, we're one of the safest. And, and you walk around and almost everyone you'll see is, is you know, wearing masks, being safe, and social distancing is and following the rules as much as they can. So that's... You know, that's all we can ask is, um, you know, because there's clearly we're, we're helping slow, you know, slow the spread, which is key because I want to work again. So, I'm just, <laughs> so let's let's bring that back. Let's get, yes. So course. hopefully everything will get back to quote unquote normal eventually soon ish. So we'll see. But mm-hmm. yeah. Well, honestly, thank you so much for having yeah. me today. It's been a pleasure talking to both it's of you. It's been an absolute yeah, pleasure you. listening and responding <laughs> and living and breathing. I know. I, yeah. I was so excited when you asked me to do this. I was like, oh, oh that yeah. sounds so much fun. So. Well, f- we'd be happy to have you back in maybe some form of show. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to be back. So, yeah. But, yeah. All right. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much.